Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. I'm Tom. And for this Christmas episode, we watched Gremlins. Gremlins is a 1984 American comedy horror film directed by Joe Dante and written by Chris Columbus. The story follows Billy Peltzer, who is given a strange but adorable pet mogwai named Gizmo for Christmas from his father. But when he inadvertently breaks the three important rules of caring for a mogwai, he unleashes a horde of mischievous gremlins that wreak havoc on the town of Kingston Falls on Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas, boys. Oh, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> you ever buy me one of those fuckers for Christmas, Ah, I'll kill you both. <laughs> this would have been a massively popular toy, right? Well, it led to the, to the Furby. That's yeah. I'm looking oh, at it. it really? I'm like, this is yeah. this is just a Furby. Yeah. Wow. Now that 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 makes sense. Yeah. My brother had a Gizmo doll. Okay. Um, like a stuffed Gizmo. But no, that that actually yeah. tracks that it became the Furby because it's the designs the same mm. and is secretly Satan. Like all Furby. It's are. fucking horrendous. So actually, I looked at a Mogwai. Is I think it was a Cantonese for the devil. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> so nah, fair enough. He's Furbies a, he's are the, the devil. Gizmo is a scaredy boy toy, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're a brave boy, you've got a spike. Fuck spike. Yeah, spikes a massive <laughs> piece of shit. It's look context, boys. We've talked about our history with horror across mm. this show, and Damo, famously, your your scaredy origin story revolves around the film Hannibal. Yeah. In which you read a book instead of watching that movie. Mm-hmm. This is my origin story. Okay. <laughs> Gremlins was my movie. It terrified me as a child. Yeah. And for whatever reason, and I think because it terrified me as a child, it was my younger brother's favourite movie. <laughs> he loved it. I reckon I've seen it too many times. Right. I would often leave the room when he'd put it on. <laughs> Just Your some- younger brother. Is he braver than you? Uh, no, because so- no, he okay. doesn't like horror. Yeah, right. He just, I don't know what it was about Gremlins. I think because he was, he was young enough when he watched Gremlins, I think, to be like, oh, they're fun and no consequences. You yeah, know, like, yeah. I was old enough to be like, oh, they're evil and terrible. Like, mm. yeah. Like, <laughs> the Gremlins kill people. <laughs> yeah, no consequences is wild for his 
little child dying to this movie. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. He he loved it, so that traumatized me watching it so many times and having nightmares about it. And he loved it. And if he wanted me to leave the room because mm. he wanted to do something, he just put Gremlins on. Yeah, because okay. he knew I'd leave. Because hmm. he's a little <laughs> bastard. Um, and then had a very traumatic experience on the Gremlins ride at Warner Brothers movie. Oh, oh well, that, that'll do it. Which was just terrifying. Because yeah, just cemented your fear. Yeah, because yeah. you know the way that ride's set up is that you go and watch a movie. And then the gremlins attack. And oh. I was like young enough to not understand that that wasn't real. Did your brother get scared from that? No. Ah, oh, damn it. I really wanted him to. How old were you? Uh, Roughly. Actually, I can tell you yeah. how old I would have been. That's good. I'd like to know. So <laughs> that was the question. It was the year 2000. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I would have been maybe nine or ten. Yeah. Okay. Everyone okay. was terrified about the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. And Tom so, was terrified about uh, gremlins. gremlins. No, I remember this because it was... The Sydney Olympics were on. Yeah, and we, we know that I measured things in Olympics. the Olympics. Gremlins was your 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's a big call. But this was... this was a, a, Went on that ride because it was a family trip. Like, the whole family, like, uncles, aunts, right. we all went on a road trip to Queensland. We stayed in the same hotel. We spent, yeah. like, two weeks up there over the Olympics. And, like, went on all the theme park rides. So, wait. Sydney Olympics and you guys head up to Queensland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's actually really smart because all the tourism would have gone to Sydney. Yeah. Queensland's actually empty for us. Yeah. It was, it was, a, it was a great time. Clever from the raid. Yeah, yeah very didn't, know you, didn't know they had it in there. Yeah. It's funny, you go on these massive holidays with your cousins, with your whole family, like when you're a kid, yeah. and then you never really see it again unless you watch Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. It doesn't really, you don't see those in plot points anymore. No. Mm. It was such a 90s or 80s yeah. sort of thing. People don't do it anymore, maybe, I guess. I well, know. I mean, you can't do it. You haven't been able to do it for the last couple of years <laughs> for fairly obvious reasons. Yeah, that'll do it. But um, the ride itself was scary, but the bit that was terrifying is there are two gremlins, one of which... So Spike obviously shows up throughout the ride, terrifying. Yeah. Terrified of Spike from the first film. In the sequel, there is a spider gremlin. Oh, no. Oh. That lives in a tunnel. What? What's and a spider gremlin? It's a gremlin with a gremlin up top and a spider back half. Oh, oh that's... Yeah, no, nah, that would suck me. Yeah, and that, that's a big feature of the ride, as well as a gremlin that sings. There's, a, there's, an, there's, a, there's like a, a crooner Frank Sinatra gremlin. He's in Gremlins <laughs> 2 as well. Okay, and okay. he sings New York, New York. That yeah. doesn't seem too bad. No, that's his um, bearable. But yeah, and there's, oh, there's a hot lady gremlin from Gremlins 2 as well. Oh, lady gremlin. Yeah, yeah. He goes down on a guy, I think, in the <sighs> sequel. Maybe, yeah. I'm, from my memory, and I watched this a long time ago, from my memory, that's, that's my last memory of gremlins 2 is there's a scene where like the dicky rich businessman is in the bathroom and lady gremlin attacks him and then she kind of goes down and he has a face like oh i'm getting head from a gremlin right now well it's one of those things where like people talk about the the female ghostbusters movie shitting on the ghostbusters and mm. you're like you mean the movie where dan Aykroyd gets his dick sucked by a ghost <laughs> that's I, but it was a serious, powerful. No, it wasn't. It was a dumb comedy in it which was a ghost a sucked a of man. Cinema. Oh, I love it. Look, mm. Ghostbusters. I'd great. forgotten that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Gremlins too, but I've seen Joel Dusch's review of it, which is like, "Don't fuck Gremlins." So I assume <laughs> something's gone. Down. Yeah, I mean, don't fuck Gremlins. But yeah, Gremlins one terrified me. Yeah. The ride had a lot of spike on it. He is yeah. a nightmarish thing. But the thing that scared me was at the end of the ride, some. Staff member hosting the ride mm. jumps out to scare people at the end of the ride, and I'd Oof. I'd let my guard down. Oh, see this because I this, thought the ride was over. Yeah. This has affected your entire lifetime yeah. because this is your pet hate in a film. Yep. When everything's over, and then they do a cheap jump scare right at the end. Absolutely, Sean. Jeez, because at the end of the ride, ride, 
Gizmo saves the day. Right. And the ride ends with all the all the gremlins have been defeated. Yep. Beetlejuice is there for whatever reason. Gizmo is singing his little, that little lullaby that he sings. Yeah, yeah. And then the door's opened and this dude was like, did you have a good time? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he... How rude. Look, boys, today's episode's bringing up a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> my scaredy boy persona, my, the, the, the traits that I have because of mm. a scaredy boy, extends to rides. I don't go on them. Yeah, did yeah. I? Yeah. I never, oh, when yeah. I was a kid, never went on any of that shit. Too scared. Yeah. Haunted yeah. haunted house? Haven't done it. Probably did one, and it's probably in the egg. Yeah, I've I've done <laughs> I've done a Van Helsing one at Universal Studios. Ooh. Which so what year did you say you went to Movie World? About two thousand and one. Because I'm trying yeah. to remember when I went. Because when I went, it was the the Enter the Matrix was like the big ah, the big okay. thing there, yeah. Yeah. which was great and not scary at all. So awesome. lovely. Green Lantern ride didn't exist. The Lethal Weapon was still the Lethal Weapon. I think it's a different ride now. Yeah. And the Wild the Wild Wild West was new. Yeah. Like that was the, that was that was when I went. Like that was the new. They're ride. really committing rides to movies that don't deserve. We've yeah. got Greenland and Wild Wild West in there. I'm just yeah. thinking about how dumb it is to go somewhere like Movie World when you have no interest in rides. Like my dad must have been like, "Why the fuck am I here? Yeah, what are we doing? Did you go on? Did you go on any rides or just? Oh, if I did, there would have been the really like not fucked ones. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had a similar experience. My auntie took me to Luna Park, so she lived mm. near St Kilda. Took me to Luna Park. Yeah. I think my parents like split all us kids up for the. They'd gone on a holiday. We each of us stayed with different. Because yeah. that's sort the of thing, and I d- I refused to do any rides. I remember doing like the squirt gun into like clown mouth or the ball into clown mouth. Yeah. Came out with a little plastic toy. That was me done for yeah. the day. That's brave by you because the clown <laughs> scary. Yeah, pretty scary. You yeah. shot it in the mouth. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got them wet. Speaking of getting them wet, gremlins. <laughs> yes. Hey, Damo, had you seen it as a kid? Uh, that's a good question because I can't. R- I I'm going to say actually say no. I don't think yeah. I remember seeing this as a kid. I remember watching it like pff, 18 or something like that, and that's yeah. when I watched Gremlins too as well. But actually, something I want to ask you guys is, obviously, we're, we're plugging this as a Christmas movie, and there's obviously a lot of discourse around Christmas movies. What do you guys think constitutes a Christmas movie? Christmas setting. Yeah. Christmas set- music. Yep. Christmas vibe. Mm. It, Christmas is an event that is occurring in the film. There yeah. is Christmas... Ha- like, I would argue that, like, Iron Man 3, Christmas movie, takes place in the lead-up to Christmas. It is, but on the lower end, I would <laughs> yes. think. Yes. Oh, there's yeah. a scale. Because it's not really... Christmas is not relevant to the story at all. To the plot, yeah. No. Yeah. I know the the common one is Die Hard, mm. and it is, and it's one hundred percent a Christmas movie. It's, set at Christmas yeah. it's on Eve. Christmas Eve. Guy comes home for Christmas to see the family. He's at an office Christmas party. It's yeah. just it's a Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Movie. Christmas movie. It's got Christmas songs. It's it's a big Christmas movie. Yeah. Massive Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah this, this is a big Christmas movie because um, Gizmo is an early Christmas present. Yeah, as well. The trees up. There's constant Christmas chat. Yeah, there's Christmas yeah, I mean, songs Christmas in it, and there's even like little it. Christmas. Like there's that. Um, Mrs. Deagle, who's basically like a Scrooge, and that yep. first scene where she's acting super Scroogey, there's even like a little family, and there's a little boy who's coughing, who's basically fucking Tiny Tim. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. When yep. she's trying, she wants to ev- evict them. Because yes, they're, yeah, they're in That's her. right. Yeah. She's she's ba- she's basically Ebenezer Scrooge. Right. right, right. So it's a Christmas Carol, and instead of ghosts, she's visited by gremlins. Yeah, <laughs> chuck her out a window. Absolutely cops it. Oh. Cops it big time. Well she, deserved. Yeah, everyone. I tell you, she what, threatened a dog. Yeah, when you threaten to kill a dog, you deserve to get fucking oh, catapulted she, out of a window. She didn't just oh. threaten; she was yeah. hung it up on the fucking. Actually, yeah, fence. fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, fuck. I think in my head watching it, I was like, oh, maybe the gremlins did that. No, right. no, no, no. That's definitely is. her. Definitely her. That is fucking. Yeah. Oh, Joey Dante has gone hard. Yeah. <laughs> I had to do a bit of a double take when she did get killed because she's obviously wearing a wig and stuff when you yeah. see her in the film. So for me, I'm kind of, hang on a sec, is that, that's her, yeah? Yeah, and I was like, I wanted to confirm, confirm that. Yeah. As well as because she had all these cats and I'm like, hold on, she, I, I guess, I, like, I guess oh, they're making the dogs, but you yeah. like cats. But yeah. I'm like, no, this, this bitch doesn't care about any animal yeah. or anything. I was a bit confused at first. Yeah. I was like, is that supposed to be the same? I think we got near the end and I turned to my girlfriend and said, oh, I really wish that 
that woman had copped it. She's, she's like the villain. <laughs> she of the cops movie. it heaps, but she did. She yeah. went out a window. Yeah, Not, and to see other people cop it who don't deserve it. Yes. Can we just quickly say those cops are so shit at their job. They watch a guy, <laughs> the guy dressed as Santa. Yeah. yeah. They watch him get murdered, and they just roll the window up and drive. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're terrible. Have a little yeah. panic like, attack. Yeah. Fuck. Yep. It's a, a movie that in the time honored Christmas tradition of mm. violent retribution of the home a lot. Like it is similar yearish around that era. Mm. Like it's it's a movie that. Rewatching it as an adult, there are things that like still spook me, and I still don't love Gremlins. Yeah, but I can appreciate its commitment to a Sam Raimi level of super ridiculous violence. Oh yeah, it goes for it. And the sequence where the Gremlins are getting smashed in the pub and then go to the movies as an adult now, fun sequence, mm. terrifying to to me. Yeah, aged yeah, yeah. anywhere between. Five and twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Well, like so, Joe Dante wanted it. It's actually he almost wanted an R-rated movie originally, right? And then Spielberg comes on board and basically goes, "No, no, we can make this a family movie. Throw a cute puppet in there." Like basically, so Gizmo wasn't going to be there the whole time. He was going to become Spike originally. Okay, right. And then Spielberg was like, uh, "I just did. I did ET a couple of years back. People love a cute thing. Let's keep him in there the whole way. That yep. way, we can sell a bit of merch on your Spielberg. Yeah, big, yeah. big call. As well as like change it into the." the family-friendly movie it, it, it now is. Dante originally wanted the Gremlins to kill the dog and decapitate the mum's head and throw it down the stairs. No, 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 oh. no, no. The mum is the biggest weapon in the whole film. She yep. is a jet, It's yes. so good. That's when the movie really ramps up a level, I think. Yeah. In the space of probably like 90 seconds, she just goes... On a murderous spree. She's incredible. She She gets like four in four minutes. It's unreal. It's incredible. Actually, it's one of the things that bothers me a little bit about the movie is just that typical like sideline the mum because she's the fucking best. Yeah. You don't ship her off to the doctor, the neighbour. Bring her along with you because she's your best bet of like winning this. Yeah, they need to kind of like, you know, when we watch Fright Night, the the remake with Tony Collette. Yeah. And they just sidelined her. Don't do that because she was actually like a really capable character. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's just annoying. Are they trying to make it harder for the kid, I guess? I guess. Is it too easy because the mum's so fucking good? She'll just solve... She'll just <laughs> yeah. beat Spike immediately. Problem solved. Sp- Spike will see her and shit his gremlin little pants. Yeah. yeah. It's very funny just that there's two deaths in this that I think mm. are iconic. The first one is um, old mate getting fired out of a Stairmaster. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the that's that's an iconic one. The other one is, of course, the gremlin in the microwave. Oh, yeah. Which is just so good. You love to see it. It's just... It's and it's one that like that's that's when I love the movie the most is when we start winning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's when we start fighting back against with, these horrid little monsters with dad's fucked inventions. Oh, yes, just yeah. <laughs> I love that dad's inventions kept coming up the whole way through the movie. Yeah, yep. it wasn't like oh this is a one and done gag. We're gonna keep bringing these fucking things up. Yeah. I love that. I kind of love how much the wife was just sort of like she just loves the inventions. Yeah, like. I thought there might be a point in the movie where she just cracks the shits and goes, fuck, nothing in this house ever works. Yeah, yeah. She just fucking loves she it. She goes for she, it. She loves her husband and she yeah, loves yeah. his inventions. That's why she married him. Yeah. yeah. Just while we're talking on it being family friendly and there's mm. some gory deaths, there is maybe one of the most fucked things ever in a family slash kids film is set it at Christmas. The, yeah, is it the girl's- It is the yeah. girlfriend's story about yeah. her dad dying in the chimney. It's yeah. horrifying. It is crazy. It is maybe the alt- Like the, like the backstory of I hate Christmas. Could be anything. You got a deadbeat dad. Yeah, yeah. he was never there. Yeah. It's out of nowhere. Yeah. I thought she was literally going to be yeah. like, yeah, my dad went out to buy cigarettes and never came back on no. Christmas Eve. Now I hate Christmas. No. no dad no. fucking cracked his neck dressed as Santa coming down the chimney with presents. 
and died. And we yeah, found him five days, later days later because the smell alerted us to yeah. him. And her line of, and that's how I knew Santa wasn't real. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. It's actually, <laughs> like, it's good, yeah. but yeah. it doesn't feel like it belongs to this movie. Well, so I've got another fact about that also. So basically, that speech unsurprisingly proved to be very controversial. Studio <laughs> executives were not up for it. They <laughs> wanted it removed. Um, they felt it was too ambiguous whether it was meant to be funny or sad. But then Joe Dante, oh. ref- like, basically was very stubborn about it because for him, that represented the whole movie. It is both funny and sad. Mm. Like, there is a weird, dark yeah. humour to it. Um, so even Spielberg was sort of, like, not 100% on board. But for this one, he's like, well, Dante, it is his project. Ultimately, we'll keep it in. I like that from Spielberg. Yeah. He's, called, he's backed in the director because he's making a very personal thing, I guess. Mm. It's fucked. It's- I think, well, but it's, it is, like... I actually don't like hearing that from Dante. I'm like, I kind of get it because, like, literally when Holly and I were watching, we're like, do we laugh? Like, I don't like it's so, so proper. Like, well, not even so proper. It's so dark humor. Mm. But it's like, yeah, it's kind of like it's the the bit that it's it's bleak and bleak and bleak until she says, and that's how I knew Santa yeah. wasn't real. That's the joke. That's the. I don't know. That's the joke. That's the beauty of the scene. I think because mm. at that point you're probably like, oh, "This is fucked." This and is she says insane. that, and you go, "Oh, it's really sad." Yeah, it actually grounds it a bit in a, yeah. in a terrible oh, yeah, way. It's sad, but that's that's the funny part because it's almost like a throwaway of like, "Yeah, my dad died," but also that's how I learned. Like finding in my dad's body in the <laughs> chimney made me realize that Santa wasn't real. Right? Yeah. yeah. She also absolutely cops it. Just working by herself in oh, that in the bar. bar. I got it. <laughs> that's fucking funny. Back. She's continuing to serve them. Yeah, she keeps topping up the drinks. Put her nuts out, topping drinks yep. up. Well, lighting cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but where she's lighting their cigarettes yeah. and she learns that, again, great, bad, yeah. great thing about this movie that I love. Yes. But I do have a bone to pick with it is mm. we get the rules. Yeah. And the rules are really clear so that when you're fighting them, you know what you need to do. Don't get them wet. We learn quickly. If you get them wet, they multiply. So you're like, all right, yep. water bad. Yeah. But light and heat, they hate. Yeah. So sun. Were the fire. rules a Spielberg afterthought? Because the way they shot it, it feels like, oh, hang on, we need to just tack on a voiceover that explains the rules real quick. <laughs> like, they didn't do it within the scene when he's getting the actual, when he's getting oh, his as he's, it's as, he's as he's walking that. off, it's like mm. the kid's voiceover being like, oh, one more thing, three quick rules. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It feels well, like Spielberg watched it and went, we need boundaries. There were a film. few cook things. Like, even the way it started, very noir. We're in these, like, the back yeah. streets of Chinatown. Yeah. We're getting dad's voiceover. He's in a fucking trench coat and a trilby. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. His like, voiceover doesn't come back until the end, and I'd forgotten that he was yes. doing a voiceover. Yeah. Like, is he the main character yeah. somehow? Like, what's going on over here? It's a wild movie, but I respect some of its choices. But the rules are great. However, this is the thing that kept me awake as a child. Yeah. One of the key rules is do not feed them after midnight. Yeah. Feed them after midnight, they turn into the gremlins. When can you feed them again? It's always after midnight. Once once it hits midnight, by, say, when the sun comes up, can I feed them again? Is that... I guess that's that would probably be the presumption. Logic. Yeah, yeah. That's a very flawed rule. In my brain, my 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 terrified brain, I'd be like, Gizmo would be okay. I could look after Gizmo. I wouldn't get him wet. I wouldn't do yeah. any of that shit. But then I'd be like, I was like, well, when do I feed him? What does he drink too? What do you feed him? Anything. There's a lot. Oh. Mm. I, I even just watch this and go, shouldn't they, like technically when they're walking or rolling around in the snow, right. shouldn't they start to multiply? Yeah, yeah. I guess Probably. it needs to be a liquid. Maybe it needs to be a liquid. Yeah. Which but is... if their body temperatures make, yeah, good point. But again, I, then I love that those rules come back in beautifully in that mm. final act where it's like, well, he's trying to get in the pool. Yeah. If he gets to the pool, you're fucked. Yeah. Best shot in the whole film is that pool when he gets in and just the camera comes back and everything's going off and it's cool. Oh, my that's, God. That's where the yeah. money went. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. And then, <laughs> yeah, find the final scene where he's trying to get to the fountain. Yeah. yeah. Tom, you're a you're a obviously a shark boy, but you love the swimming pool. Yeah. Did it scare you off the swimming pool at all? Well, no. Because... <laughs> 
I'm scared of gremlins. I'm not scared of pools. Yeah. While we're on the rules, so I did also read that the no bright lights rule, they basically brought that in because this is 1984. Special effects weren't as good as we're used to. (coughs) These are used a lot of puppets. So they purposely kept it dark. So... It would hide a lot of the shit. Right. Special effects we were seeing. They look, yeah. they look good. Yeah, they look great. Well, for, works. For the 80s. It, it actually does yeah. the Jaws effect of you're actually hiding it a lot of the time, which makes it more scary. Well, the fact that they they create such a good image of the giant ears and the mm. claws, and the amount of times you just see a silhouette. Yeah. Or like just the eyes. Yeah, that's all you need. Evil Muppets, man. Yeah, yeah. this has got big Spielberg sort of vibes. Huge. Yeah. You asked about Christmas as well earlier. What mm. constitutes Christmas film? I think it's Chris Columbus as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything the guy does. Like, I mean, he's responsible for Home Alone. Yeah. Yep. This. Um, the first two Harry Potters have a real Christmas Very vibe Christmas, to them, I think. Yeah, true, In fact, I didn't say... Uh, I was going to say he did Hook, but that was Spielberg. Maybe he yep. wrote it. Mm. Everything, even the non-Christmas things he does, Columbus has like a Christmas vibe to him. <laughs> His name is very close to... Chris Kringle, too. Yeah. Chris it's Columbus. Got the yeah, it, yeah. it all checks out. I, I think this is this this kind of era filmmaking, too, is, again, terrifying. But you look back at it and you go, fuck, it was good. Because it's mm. like, it's Spielberg, it's Dante, it's Columbus. Like, it's these guys who are at the top of their game making family... Cooked family shit. Well, I, I look at, like, cinema now. Yeah. It's MCU or bust. Yeah, right. Like, you yeah. don't really have... I don't know if this movie would get made now. Oh, no, don't, no way. Like, it fascinates me. It's, it's such an interesting 80s era where, whether it was cocaine or what, but, like, these cooked family movies, like, what was the other one we did? Monster Squad. Yeah. Cooked. Goonies. Completely cooked. Even Fright Night's pretty fucking cooked. I don't know if you Very count that as a family cooked. movie, but, like... Yeah. Super horny. Yeah. It's just, like, these crazy movies. You're watching it now as an adult going, how? How was this ever put into production? And then you think, oh, well, obviously, as time goes on, we'd be more likely to make those movies. No. No. The biggest less. studios yeah. have become... Like, this whole thing at the moment, and this is the weirdest hand, but the whole thing at the moment of uh, Disney bearing a lot of their Fox slate releases. Yeah, yeah. They're just pushing out to nowhere or they're putting it on streaming. And it's yeah. like, Gremlins would either have not been made... Or would have been buried yeah. in the middle of like April or something. Yeah, right. February, April release. No <laughs> well, one's going to see it or it's on streaming. Yep. So this actually got a June release, right? Obviously a Christmas movie. Summer blockbuster. Yeah, well, so basically it was going up against uh, Ghostbusters. It was actually going up against... Oh, wow. And I can't remember which studio it was that was making this one. They realized, oh, we don't have anything to go up against this Ghostbusters. We're going to like bring them down. Let's <laughs> rush Gremlins and release it in June or whatever because <laughs> instead of saving it for Christmas. Fucking hell. Which I think is probably part of the reason why people might be like, oh, no, it's not a Christmas movie. Mm. It came out in fucking June. No, it's a Christmas movie. On the Christmas movie thing, I have one more thing I want to say about that. I actually think any movie can be a Christmas movie. If you want to create your own tradition where you watch the same movie every fucking Christmas, you do that. Life is short. It's sometimes hard. Huh. Love movies. Watch a Christmas movie, whatever it may be. So mm-hmm. saying is the uh, cinematic masterpiece, the 2017 The Mummy, could become a Christmas movie. <laughs> Mate, it could be if you want it to be. Okay. It can be anything, including five stars. Hey, they, look, while we're on that, um, <laughs> Dark yeah. Universe, watch uh, Zero Day. So still no Dark Universe. But okay. again, I, like, like I promised yeah. in that episode, I will keep you informed yeah. of any Dark Universe news. Okay. Uh, there is none. <laughs> His nose is to the ground. He's searching hard. Oh, He's sniffing away. Yeah. Mate. <laughs> what, are, what are they hiding? <laughs> it feels like it's crazy that in, a, in, a, in an era of like reboots and remakes, mm. the Gremlins hasn't had something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it feels like a movie, a legacy sequel where Billy is an adult. Yeah, oh. right, right. Well, there, there's going to be an animated series, apparently. I, I saw this when I was doing some research, but I don't know exactly when it's coming out or if like it was said, yeah, we're doing it. And then who knows? Because, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I've got one more fact for us before we get into our questions because it's just too good of a fact not to say. So there was this guy, Chris Wallace, who I think was part of the um, 
production company who suggested they use puppets instead of the proposed stop motion idea. So originally they're going to, have to do stop motion. Ah. And then as, as a compromise, the studio suggested a spider monkey in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> and so this was tested at Joe Dante's office. The monkey went crazy, literally tore the office apart, defecated everywhere. And then Dante... Screamed at the trainer to get the animal out of, out of there, and then turned to Wallace and said, "So puppets? <laughs> that is, that is outstanding. Again, this is like '80s glory of like a studio saying, can 'Can't we just put a monkey in a suit?' That, they were like, oh, how do we do the Gremlins? Hang on a second. <laughs> monkey in a suit, spider monkey. That kind of like Gremlins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put a spider monkey in there. Like just oh, madness. That's that's actually." So good, and what I want to watch now is that version <laughs> of Gremlins. I wouldn't have been traumatized as a kid if right. that's the version of Gremlins I got. But just be shitting everywhere. Uh, I, I I also like um, just on the the idea of the Gremlins thing because the idea of a Gremlin has been around since like the forties, mm, like when yeah. planes would break or cars would break, and that yeah, Gremlins guy, in the system. Yeah, the guy, yeah. the guy, um, the racist neighbor. Yeah, yeah, who's like, yeah, Gremlins. That's what happens. That's what. Yeah. Happens. And then of course he's the only one who believes in him and. Doesn't really matter because mm. he cops it. He, so does his poor wife. She's oh, just she's so, just trying to enjoy Christmas. So oh, look, many she people, married a racist. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. So many people cop it. Yeah, steamroller tractor fucking thing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he deserved to cop it though. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like they made him just racist enough that we didn't care so much. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it, it is it's that thing of they there's some people who cop it who don't deserve it. Mm. Most of the people who cop it though. 100%. It's the way it should be. Yeah. I, I think that was the Spielberg effect as well, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Although there's a few innocent people who cop it just in the street when they take over the street. Yeah, but we don't really we don't know. That's that. that's what happens you know, when the gremlins get loose, mate. That's yeah. true. You yeah. have to cop that. Spielberg, Spielberg is a weapon. I'll just put that on record. I'll be mm. brave enough to say it. Oh, he's, he's maybe one of the best <laughs> what, of all time. What a saying, hot take. Yeah. Are you, are you t- well, no, hilariously, I read a thing the other day where someone's like, Spielberg has been so good for so long mm. that, that he's we, now we don't appreciate mark. He's just, that's right. the norm. Yeah, yeah. So many times he just does his thing. It's like, oh, yeah, that's what a good movie should be. It's like, yeah, yeah, but he made... Yeah, that's, He's you. the reason yeah. the benchmark is there. Yes. Yeah. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, boys, were we scared? 100%. Yeah. Still am. I'm going to say yes too. So my reason for why yes, and it's it f- again fits into all the movies of this era, where because they're still using uh, live action effects, they've obviously got the puppets. They've got like there's some there's a level of grossness about movies from this era that doesn't exist. Like 
It's a it's a grossness that is like I know it's fake. It's almost like it's gross because it's trying to be gross, but it also fits into like the uncanny valley or something like that. Yeah. It's like this double layer of grossness that, as well, it's probably the grossness we saw as kids. So I think it has that effect also. Yeah, you know what it is. It's, it's the grossness that you go. It's fake. It's movie magic, mm, mm. but it's practical. Movie yeah, magic. And whereas you know now it would fake. be CGI, and your brain would be like, "Oh, it's a computer effect." Right. But this is like disgusting. There's slime a reality and to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you see slime, you could touch it, and it would feel disgusting. Yeah, gunk yeah. and stuff hits people. People are yeah, covered in yes. goop and spat out drinks. And yeah, e- even like Gizmo's little bubbling back when he shoots mm. out the original other uh, Mogwai. That was disgusting. And then they start growing. These mm. furry things start. Mm. It was rank. The like, cocoons as well. They look fucking awful. Thank you. And the cocoons are up in the attic and everyone is very chill about it. Mum's yeah. like, oh, okay, I'll go back and start cooking. Like, why does no one freak out about these fucking <sighs> yeah. cocoons? Get them out of the house. They, made me, they reminded me of Alien. Yeah, burn it. Yeah. Burn them down. Well, that would have solved the whole problem. If they'd set them on fire, but I guess they don't know. No, that's very true. Yeah. the rules or... And Dad, well, no, I, I do like that Dad's away. That's right. Well, like Dad's away and I like that he took the dog with him. Yes. yes. Get it out of there. I don't want even the, the hint of... Hit the That's the scariest there. aspect. Yeah. Threats to the dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not even from the gremlins. Yeah. From old yeah, mate. Fucking neighbor, yeah. yeah. She sucks. Rest in hell. When the um, gremlin... When uh, Spike jumped into the pool, because mum killed four in four minutes, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a fucking short runtime. Mum's knocking them down. We've only got Spike left. Yeah. Jumps in the pool. I could not remember that we got to the hundreds of gremlins stage. I literally had forgotten that entirely. Yeah. And so all of a sudden I was like, oh shit, shit just got very real very quick. Yeah, he's he's actually a really great antagonist mm. because he's clever. Yeah. Like the like they're all chaos and violence, but when they decide to burn the cinema, he's the one who realizes what's happened. Yeah. The others are all just like cooked and off their heads and he's like mm, nah something's happening here so he leaves yeah. oh no he went out earlier for candy <laughs> yeah, oh, right. yeah, yeah. which at the candy. time I'm like as if Spike wouldn't order someone to go get him that's more candy yeah, yeah he goes and it's empty because they've eaten the whole place out so he goes across the street mm. that's right and then he sees it and yeah um, he is way too keen on guns Oh yeah, oh, like, yeah. that shocked me. In a, you wouldn't do that in a kids' movie anymore no. either. No, no, no. It's just aiming guns and shooting people. It's fucked. Well, I mean, he's bad. He is. I, I reckon one of the best villains of the eighties. He really <laughs> like, is. Seriously, so. he's a fantastic yeah. villain. He's clever. He's also yeah, he's yeah. disgusting. Hard he's fucked up. He gets wet. He's right. fucked. There's fucking water mm. everywhere, dude. Yeah. Yeah. What does he want? Just wants chaos. Yeah. Just wants out of chaos. Yeah. He that's just, a good point. He just wants to break things and hurt people. He doesn't actually. There's no. Spike walked so the Joker could run. Okay. <laughs> Spike is Joker Gremlin. He's, no, he's, he's like again. He's like those great villains, like yeah, like your Michael Myers and all those guys. He's just an unstoppable force. Yeah. But the difference between him and one of them is that he's fast. Yeah. And a and just a real fucking cunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, he's cheeky. He's a cheeky boy. Yeah. <laughs> Hate him. Yeah. So Gizmo is the only like actual good one. Well, yeah, here's what I don't understand, right? So like he's obviously, he's a good boy. We like yeah. him. He's cute, whatever. Yeah. Has a little snuggle in bed. Great. But then he obviously pops out a few more Mogwai and they're kind of pricks already. Like yeah. even as even as Mogwai, they're still yeah. a bit shit. I think that's the point. I think it's don't get them wet because this one's good, but they're right. not good. They're, they're literally what Cantonese for devil. Yeah, you know, I my theory is that yeah, if you make another one, it won't be as good as Gizmo. Gizmo's it's like, like second generation Mogwai is a real yeah, real it's, bastard. Maybe it's just a case of the Chinese man exterminated all of them, but couldn't bring himself to do it because he had one little sweet boy. Gizmo yeah. is a good so boy. So he's just that's the only one that can live. Yeah, that sings his beautiful little song. <laughs> yeah, and he's protecting him because he knows if it gets out, it's bad. 
I love too that the whole resolution is is that he comes back and he's so angry with them. Yeah, yeah. It's like you fucking idiots! <laughs> I gave you three rules. Just throws the money down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did they act uh, wisely or foolishly? They didn't. No, they just yeah. This movie was like made for acting foolishly. There are three very clear rules yep. and very quickly break all the mic. And I do like this movie goes to the effort of like setting it up that, oh, well, you know, the clock was broken so they didn't know it was after midnight, that yep. sort of a thing. But yeah, initially they spilled the water foolish. accidentally. But then when he takes him to the science teacher yeah. and he's they're dripping water on. Yeah. The science teacher's a dipshit as well. To be oh, honest. big time. He mate. should be the fucking... He should be the intelligent one. Yeah. And he's a dickhead. Yeah. He cops it though. He literally just feeds it. <laughs> Big time. I want to see his, right. yeah, yeah. to see his head ripped off. I, mean, I assume it was, but I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, he's he's an idiot because while the others are accidents, yeah. he actively creates a gremlin. Yes. Because yeah. he does it in testing scenario where he, he creates a replicated gremlin, mm. then feeds it. That whole sequence. Did he get there. told the rules, or does he only oh. know the wet one? I feel like he didn't get told the rules. No, yes. that's bad. To be honest, Billy. Yeah. 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 Billy's a bit of a dipshit. Billy is real dumb, and but mm. I kind of like Billy's just like an innocent idiot. I kind of yeah. like, I kind of like him a little bit. Yeah. Because, but he's real dumb. Yeah. He's he's a stupid boy. He's mm. a stupid boy, but I feel like he's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he is a good boy. He fights bravely. He yeah. loves Gizmo. I think everyone acts foolishly except Gizmo. And the reason for that yeah. is, is that Gizmo... Boys, I've got something I want to pitch to you. Okay. Fast and Furious 10. <laughs> <laughs> is this because he drove a car? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he did it very well. He loves very driving. Well. I he love loves, that, yeah. He lives his life a quarter of a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> yeah. I love that he, he goes up the shovel, up the ramp. Right. And like, here we go. And then he just crashes. <laughs> <laughs> It's well, even, even the car things, obviously, like, so Gizmo, like I said, he wasn't originally meant to be the whole way through. Spielberg added that on. And so there's a lot there's a lot of him being in the backpack and there's a lot of him being in that car yep. because his puppet was actually never really made to be a regular puppet. And the puppeteers <laughs> hated Gizmo, like, because he just, <laughs> the puppet was so poorly made, it, like, never really worked as well as any it was, of Because it was, oh, it'll turn into Spike. So they put all this energy exactly into right, Spike. Exactly right. And so literally they had, like, a list of, Things we want to do to Gizmo that were very bad, including the dartboard scene, which is why the dartboard scene exists oh. in there of them throwing darts at Gizmo. I hate that scene. Because the puppeteers hated Gizmo oh, so much. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that scene makes me sad. Yeah. Oh. I also love, so for Billy, right, they've, they've even set up that he's a fucking idiot like and a bad pet owner. When he's got the dog, uh, Barney, yeah. and he brings him to work and Barney's like a loose unit. He does whatever he wants. And I love that they set up, hey, this guy's really bad with pets. Now let's give him the worst pet ever yeah. with three yeah. very hard and fast rules. It's 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 a nice thing where you as an audience are just like, oh no. Oh, <laughs> chaos is coming. It's, it is a great introduction to like setting up who he is early enough so that yeah. you can then assume other things later. Yes. It's a very well done kind of yeah. kind of trope. While, while we're talking about good introductions and tropes, I I want more movies of people buying random cursed shit from mystical stores. I think that's great. It's a I genre that I love it. we need to see more of. I yeah. mean, in this one, it was very racist. It was like, <laughs> it's obviously like him as like Asian mystic was very on the nose. But then even there was a thing where it says like, Dragon breath, and then you hear gong, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. "Oh my yeah. god, god!" Yeah, eighties didn't give a fuck. No, the idea of your cursed objects being sold, like what you want is someone who you want like a, a shitty like pawn shop owner who yeah. doesn't know he's got cursed. Yes, objects. oh mate, yeah, that's it. Or someone, someone on eBay, someone from like a um, thrift store, basically. Mm, yeah, he's like, "What's that? Oh, Fifty cents? I don't care. Take yeah, it. Like yeah. whatever." Oh, I came with these rules. <laughs> yeah. Etched in blood and parchment. Um, anyway, have a good have a good time. Yep. Use that tattoo gun wisely. 
But no, look, yeah, pretty dumb all round. Obviously, like, we get the win at the end of the day. But like you said, that's actually from Gizmo, which that actually also, just one more thing about Spielberg. So, he changed that as well. Originally, Billy was going to be the one to who got the light. Obviously, he gets one and then Gizmo comes through, jumps, gets the second one. Yeah. Gizmo's the real hero of the story. So, the actor who's playing Billy didn't know that change had been made until he watched it in the cinemas. He's like... What the hell? I thought that's I was, was going <laughs> A dumb boy till the end. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. Just him going in and being like, oh, I saved the day. Here. Yeah, so yeah. He's brought like some date. <laughs> and then the movie's rolling and the gizmo saves the day. He's like, fucking puppets. Literally. <laughs> now I like to imagine that gizmo is in this version is similar to a Muppet. So it has a real, is real. Um, and over the years, like there's a, a 20 minute, a t- 20 years later, there's like a doco about the making of Gremlins and like Gizmo and Billy had a fall. <laughs> <laughs> there's your reboot. There you go. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Oh. All right, boys. How would we do in this situation? Uh, uh, we'd stick to the rules, I reckon. Look, I think we, here's my, my take on how we win the day. Mm. We need to get our mums in there. True. We need three tough mums. Yeah. Yeah. You get three times mum. Problem sorted. Any problem, really? Yeah. How come we haven't used this before? <laughs> we can yeah, be back we, home watch the movie. We should default to mum in any position. <laughs> we're in trouble. We're like, oh, better call mum. Blair Witch, meet our mums. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, oh, just while you're on Blair Witch, I was reading something today about the Blair Witch. Oh, I, re- with I regret this. Yeah, Sorry. Um, when it when it aired at Sundance, yes, it did not have opening or closing credits, mm. and it did not have. The little doco bits at the start explaining the end. Oh shit! So it just it just is, and and the grading on it was worse. It was just someone's like, "Here's a VH test, VHS tape we found. We're going to do it as a this is this new movie. Check it out. Put it on." Oh, Imagine if you'd gone to that. That you'd is just, fucked. You just you just kill yourself. Yeah. You just throw yourself in front of a train. Oh. I'd, I'd walk out of the center and be like, oh, "I don't want to live in this world anymore." Ghosts yeah. are real. I'd love, I'd love if they tried to do the same thing with Gremlins. <laughs> we just found this weird tape. We found this weird tape. It's covered in goo. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think we would be able to beat the gremlins. And the okay. reason is, is that I've had to subject my... I've had to think a lot about how to kill a gremlin. Right. Poor little Tom's grown up thinking about if oh. it happens, when it happens, I need yeah. to be ready. I, I I am prepared to kill so many gremlins. <laughs> Good. I, will, I will wade knee deep in their gooey, gooey blood, boys. <laughs> Just, I think we'd follow the rules pretty stri- strongly. Mm. Obviously, we do have to feed them after midnight. I think that's you kicking up. Yeah, yeah. We've got to get gremlins. Yeah. But I think, yeah, we're not letting... That motherfucker's getting nowhere near that pool. No. Nah. Oh, no way. Well, okay, so weapon choice. Obviously, if we're smart enough to think about the rules, and we're boys who love rules, so look, I hope that we are, and go, okay, we need bright lights. That leads yep. to fire. That leads yep. to happy everybody, especially <laughs> Sean over here with a massive erection. I, yeah, honestly. When the mum sprayed him, yeah. just before she put him in like the microwave, I thought she was going to like light him on fire. <laughs> would have been incredible. would have been fucking incredible. Yeah. Actually, them blowing up the cinema, that's tricky because it's like on the one hand, Save the day, mm. but you destroyed the silver screen. Oh, that's true. I think I'd have to get them out of there. Right, got to protect cinema. How do you lure them though? What are you What are you luring them with? Candy, candy. Yeah, yeah that's true. Some that's innocent true. person who's tripped over. I feel like if Billy ran in there and went, "Hey, it's me," and they mm. were like, "Oh, it's fuck him up," and they just chase you out. Yeah, like, that's true. They just got it's- attached to Snow White and Seven yeah. Dwarfs. It's funny, I hadn't really thought about... There's like a weird vampire connection where they got to hide away during the daylight hours. Yeah. Because like that's why they're all in the cinema because like, uh-oh, sun's coming up. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. I hadn't thought of that either. How about if you got them in the cinema? Yeah. Literally like, okay, are they all in the cinema? Great. We're going to very gingerly take the roof off the cinema, mm. let them fry, pop mm. them back on, silver screen saved, everyone's happy. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Just, it's easier to repair a hole in the roof yeah. than it is to... <laughs> a bird structure that does not exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. 
<laughs> we are depriving you of setting some shit on fire. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I just there's times in this movie where I'm like, if you had a flashlight, this would be so much easier. Yeah, like, like any time you're in a fight with them, just turn the flashlight on. You get a few seconds while they're disorientated, and then you just bash them. Yeah. yeah. Flashlight and then punch. You got a baseball bat. You barely use it. You try to block a chainsaw with it. <laughs> <laughs> Billy was such an idiot. I he's, love him. He's, a he's such an idiot. He's yeah. such he a does. Dummy. He does cut the head off one. Yeah. You know when he comes, his mum's getting choked, and like right. he comes in. He takes too long to act. Oh yeah. He really susses that scene. He's out. really watching it, trying to figure yeah. out what's happening because yeah. he's a dull. It's like boy. he's working the angles. If I get the sword out, what angle do I have to hit it to get it in the fire? And how hard was that sword set up as well? It's like, yeah, hey, guys, there's a fucking sword on the wall. I would have liked a bit more foreshadowing of a few things. Yeah, Even yeah. like, you know, I would have liked at the start of the movie, him at school or something playing baseball with friends. And he's just yeah. shit at baseball. Well, it's so interesting. Like, and it's that... embarrassing for him. And then at the end, he's got to actually hit a baseball right. or something. Right. You know? That would be nice. Like, we've got Chris Columbus, who literally, yeah. like, like I, we spoke about on another episode, Home Alone hmm. sets up every fucking little detail yes. to yep. an insane degree. Yep. It's terrible. So like, satisfying. It's so satisfying. Yeah. Did need a bit more of that. That's yeah. a good point. They didn't. I mean, what are, they, what are the things they set up? There was like his car didn't start and then it did start. Yeah. But then you lose respect for him immediately because he goes to the bar to grab, um, what's her name? Sorry. Kate. I think Kate. Yeah. Goes to the bar to grab Kate. And turns his fucking car off. Right. Grabs her and then, oh, why won't the car oh, start? guess what? we got to go yeah. on foot. Like, just stuff like that. Get yeah, and running, I guess they man. set up that, like, Kate works at the bar, but that's about, like, it's it's not, yeah. So how old is she? Not overly. <laughs> well, that's that's something that's always blown my mind is that I'm always like, they're supposed to be, like, at high school together. Yeah. But he works but at a bank. Actually, he's a yeah, bank he's a bank. Yeah. <laughs> are they at school? Yeah, no, they're at school, aren't no, they? No, I don't think they are. Oh, no, they're not. They look like it feels, I think, he, again. It feels like they're 15. Yeah. This is the, I think this is the weird disconnect of of Spielberg coming in and changing this R-rated film of basically like let's just pretend they're kids even though they've actually over 18 maybe, and maybe they're like 19 they've just left high yeah, school yeah I think he says he's 20 actually does he okay yeah, yeah. because fucking Judge Reinhold's in it who he looks like he's about 100 already <laughs> yeah and I think his character says that he's 22 Right, he'll be manager of the bank by his twenty-five. Yeah, so you got to figure that Billy's around his age, yeah, okay. twenty yeah. or something. Because well, that was another thing. His whole storyline—he obviously he doesn't his storyline doesn't finish. We don't really see him come back into nah. the movie. But originally, he was going to like pair up. There's going to be the three of them fighting, yeah. and like dickhead was going to come good sort of thing. Oh, okay, it didn't go that way. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. I actually would have liked to see him cop it. If yeah. anything, like, he's a dickhead. Yeah, he's, he's a dickhead. He's a prick the whole movie. Yeah, man. So yeah, a lot of people do get away and. Don't cop it. He yeah. should. I, you're right. It, it does feel yeah. like he should have. It's like again. It's like it's a movie I really enjoy, but it's one of those confusing '80s movies where you're like, "This is a cooker. It's mad. I love it." But if I need to really analyze it, I'm going to have a few issues come up because yeah, yeah, there yeah. are some things that don't make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's it's a cooker. I'm trying to now remember. No, that's I'm thinking of Gremlins too. Yeah, that's even more cooked. <laughs> <laughs> that that literally, they're like, what if Gremlins were also other f- like it's it's at a TV. It's in New York, I think. Okay, I can't actually. And it's really in like a much. like a like a building that also has a TV studio. So there's like right. a cooking show, yeah, and that's sounding the host of cooking show is, is a it a Gremlin. Christmas movie? I don't think it's set at Christmas. No, mm. I might just have to do it as a regular app. Yes. <sighs> no, boys, I've had enough Gremlins <laughs> to last me a very long time. I got to give see, him a break. We got to see that shark. BJ scene again. <laughs> She's haunted my dreams for years in the best way. I got. To see if it's worth it. Those big gremlin lips. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you scary listeners uh, would have any comments for about this episode, I'd like to say hi. You can email us at threescaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually. I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. I'm at Orchid Trade. Stay scared, everyone. Gremlins was your 9 11.